Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Marcus Holland Loves Porn and Capitalism. I'm down here in Texas. On today's episode of the podcast, we go back to Detroit. Detroit native Nadia J as our porn star of the podcast. Nadia was born on October 12, 1992. Libra, what up, what up? In Detroit, Michigan. All right. I got. Uh, I had to kind of scour the internet to get a little bit more information on her. All right. It wasn't as easily available as it is for some. Um, yes, she is a Libra. She, she's actually retired from porn. That's what it said. She's retired. Oh shit. I hit the camera. Fuck. All right. Retired from porn. Uh, she, she worked from 2014 to 2020. Uh, she started when she was around 22 years old, five foot eight, 132 pounds, 32 double D's. All right. 24 waist, 32 ass. Those are the dimensions. She does have some tattoos. All right. Lower left forearm and left wrist. Also on the back of her right shoulder, she has Chinese characters along her upper spine. All right. She also has piercings on her nipples and her navel. So uh, a little bit more. What else was I able to find? She has an OnlyFans. If you want, she still does OnlyFans. She's done with porn porn, but she still has an OnlyFans. Um, It is underscore. It is at underscore Nadia, N-A-D-I-A-J-A-Y underscore. Uh, so she's got an OnlyFans there, um, or sorry, that's her Twitter, that's her Twitter is at underscore Nadia J underscore, her, uh, OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com slash Nadia J, N-A-D-I-A-J-A-Y, she's apparently in the top 2% on there, so there you go, she also has an email, meet Nadia J at gmail.com, there you go, send her an email, we should send her an email, I should send her this episode, huh, you think it'd be weird if I send her this episode on the email? I might have to do it, dude. Yeah. She's got her email out there. It's not. It's she has a Gmail. Meet Nadia J. That's M E E T, not M E A T. It's Meet M E E T, Nadia J. Detroit native. She currently resides in Las Vegas, Nevada, as well. Um, she has a link tree where she has. Uh, I think she has a sponsorship deal with something called Verb Energy. I don't know what that is. She's got a Snapchat as well. You can get that on her uh, website, which is link. What is the What is the link here? Link tree slash or what is it? It's it's l i n k t r dot e e slash Nadia J. So check that out as well. That's her link tree, man. And uh, yeah, her OnlyFans. Like I said, man, she's got uh, about eleven thousand likes, two hundred twenty four posts, nine dollars a month. Not a bad deal. M e e t dot Nadia J dot com. That's her website, man. That's her OnlyFans right there, too. If you just want to type that in, I think it takes you to her OnlyFans. Or it's taking me to a website. What is this website about to be? I don't know, man. I don't know. Let's see what this website is, man. Um, It's not loading. I think the Wi-Fi is shutting down. I think that's what's happening. I think the Wi-Fi is killing me right now. Come on, Wi-Fi. I'm in an Airbnb right now. It's a nice Airbnb. I'll be honest. This is one of the nicest Airbnbs I've ever stayed in. And the Wi-Fi has been pretty good. But right now on meetnadiaj.com, it's just struggling. So, I don't know. But long story short, she's got an OnlyFans. She's got a link tree. She's got a Twitter. And uh, plenty of videos as well. Um, if you want to check some of those out, pornhub.com slash nadiaj. I'm sure you'll find some good stuff on there as well. So yeah, that is Nadia J on the podcast. Like I said, not a ton of information on her. Not a ton of information, um, like for some of the other stars. But, you know, I wanted to go with a Detroit native. It's Thanksgiving, right? Everyone likes to go home for Thanksgiving. I actually left home 
and went to Dallas for Thanksgiving. That's what I did because you know what? Freedom was down in Dallas, and that's what I'm thankful for is a little bit of freedom. So that's why I came down here. Um, but we did watch the Detroit Lions suck a fat cock. Speaking of porn, watched them suck a big fat one on uh, Thanksgiving Day. Let's I think uh, 41 to 25, they lost. They got smoked. Um, did not finish watching the Cowboys game. They got smoked too. I think they lost 41 to 16. It's funny. Both winning teams, the Washington, formerly known as the Redskins football team, and uh, whoever the Lions played, I don't even remember. The Texans, the Houston Texans. So one Texas team won. It just wasn't the <laughs> just wasn't the Cowboys. Sucks to suck. Sorry. The Cowboys are bad this year. But uh, it was a good Thanksgiving, man. We were here in the Airbnb chilling. You know, made some steaks. Shout out to Justin Essenmacher making the steaks. Not only a funny guy and a good cameraman, a great producer, an artiste. He's over there making uh, making custom mugs. If you haven't gotten one of the mugs, get one of the mugs. All right. They're pretty amazing. Each one of them has a different design. What are you working on over there? Can I take a look at it? Can I can I can I give people a little preview? What do we got here? Here, show them the octopus one, dude. Show show them the octopus. You got an octopus one? I didn't know you had an octopus one. The octopus one is pretty sweet. Here we go. Check that out. You see the octopus one he's got there? All the way around, dude. Look at that. That's pretty amazing. We got a Joe Rogan. This is the Rogan mug. Look at that. Just kind of the third eye going there. A little bit of Rogan. And then on the other side, hey, it's us. From my other podcast, Real Open Mike's of Hollywood, with Justin Essenmacher. That's a fun one, too. Um, <laughs> it is. I have fun on that podcast, all right? I do. People say, why do you have two podcasts? Why not? Why doesn't Joe Rogan have a second podcast? He, him and Jamie just talking shit would be a great podcast, you know? <sighs> Another Joe Rogan podcast. I mean, he does do the UFC. He's a pretty busy guy. I'm not doing UFC announcing, okay? Not yet. Maybe one day. I don't really care. Um, not a big UFC guy, you know? But if you like it, you like it. That's what it is, man. That's what it is, dude. Haven't been able to find any weed down in Texas. It's been awful. No weed at all. Driest state I've ever been to, man. It's impossible to find it. It's like, where do where do you go? You know, you ask people and they're like, what are you looking for? Weed? What is that? It's like they never heard of it down here. It's crazy. You ask people, hey, do you guys smoke weed? And they're like, nah. I'm like, really? And they're like, nah, never heard of it, dude. It's impossible to find, man. Which is crazy, because then when you do find it, it kicks the shit out of you. You're like, whoa, I haven't been smoking much. And then you then you fucking do, and you're like, whoa. Eat one of those edibles, and you're like, I'm on the moon, dude. I'm on the moon. And uh, it's been fun, dude. It's been fun down here in Texas, man. Texas is one of those few states where people, people still value that level of freedom that we used to have in America, you know? We used to have it everywhere, but now they, they value it down here. Gas is under $2 a gallon. You can buy cigarettes and vending machines. They have smoking bars down here, man. That's so beautiful. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore, but man, walking into a bar and just smelling the smoke of cigarette smoke, it's just the smell of cigarette smoke. That's a tongue twister right there, especially when you're roasted. <laughs> um, no, I love the smoking bars. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the smoking bars. I think we should bring them back. I think they should be, you know, if you want to be a smoking bar, you're a smoking bar. You advertise it. You let people know, hey, if you want to work here, you're, you know, by the way, it's a smoking bar. You know, if you want to come come eat here, drink here, it's a smoking bar, just so you know. You know, I think that would be pretty cool. Why not? 
Why not? Okay, if people want to do it, it's not illegal to smoke. Okay, why can't there be smoking bars? Apparently there are in Texas, so I don't know why we don't have that in the rest of the country. People smoke cigarettes in the rest of the country, but I don't know. I don't know. Texas is just one of those places where they allow that, okay? They, they let you be an adult in Texas, probably more than a lot of other countries. You know, a lot of countries, they don't let you be an adult. I like to be an adult. I like adult content. That's why I do this podcast, okay? That's why I watch porn. I'm a fan. I am a fan. I've never bought an OnlyFans. I have bought a browser subscription. OnlyFans, they don't have any year-long OnlyFans, do they? I don't think they do. I think every OnlyFans is like, you got to do it monthly. It's like, come on, I can't commit to you? These hoes out here, they don't even want commitment anymore. They just want a month-to-month relationship with you, man. That's the problem, man. These hoes don't even want the long-term. They just want that short-term. They just want that, you know what they want? They want pay-per-view. A lot of pay-per-view hoes out here these days, you know? Just don't even want it. Don't even want a commitment. Don't want a subscription. Don't want a cable hookup. Remember cable hookups, man? Be dating a chick for three years. Cable hookups, man. But nowadays, it's just one night stands and pay-per-view porn, dude. It's just, it's just a whole new world, you know? Whole new world. And uh, Texas certainly has been. We've enjoyed it, like I said. But the comedy has been fun, too. There's people who go out to the shows. There's people out doing stuff in Texas. Some of them are pretty good looking. Some of them are pretty good looking, all right? I'm talking about the guys specifically, all right? Some good looking dudes down here in Texas, all right? The comedy in front of a couple firefighters the other night. Oh, dude, good time. A couple firefighters, both of them had mustaches. Black guy, white guy, it was hilarious. I was like, you guys are a fucking sitcom. Come on. Black and white firefighter, where is that show? I want that show. I want a black and white firefighter. They both got great mustaches. They just, they do everything except fire fires. They just get into all kinds of shenanigans around the firehouse, right? Eating each other's subs, you know, forgetting to grease up the pole. Everyone's getting stuck up top. Nobody's sliding down the pole. The whole town's on fire because these guys can't get down the pole because who forgot to grease it? Whoever, one of the two characters, right? They're always getting into shenanigans. They're bad firefighters, you know? They go up to a house fire. They're like, yeah, let's do a little good firefighter, bad firefighter, you know? You cut it out, you fire. You don't, you don't make us come over there with the hose. We'll put you out. That's what we'll do. Dude, why are there no firefighter shows? I guess they do. They have Chicago They have Chicago Fire, I think. I think. They made a Super Troopers one? Firefighter Super Troopers? Tacoma Fire Rescue. Okay, see, that's why we got Justin here. He's like a, he's just a fact machine, dude. He's a genius, man. He's, a, he's an autistic genius over there drawing those mugs. Just killing it with the mug game down here, dude. People like his art. People like Justin down here. I don't get it. It's so funny. You come, you, you change locations and all of a sudden people are like, we like this guy. I'm like, that's crazy because no one back home likes him. It's crazy how a change, you know, a change of environment can do someone good. You know, I'm feeling great down here. He's doing great down here. His comedy's even landed down here. Not all the jokes, but a lot of them. A lot of them. They still don't quite understand when he talks about black people. They just don't get it. <laughs> they get a little bit lost, but it's okay. He's still doing it. He's going at it. Still letting them know about Red Lobster. It's a great bit. I love it. I love that bit because I've seen you do it in the hood of the hood. I've seen you do that in some of the most... That's why I don't understand why I can't do it anywhere else. Well, they don't know. They don't know your story, Justin. Maybe I think you need to tell your story a little bit more before you go into some of those bits. You know, That's one of the things that you realize when you change locations is like, okay, 
They need to know my context. They need to know your story a little bit more. And that's honestly why I have these porn stars on the podcast. I wish I could actually have them so they could tell their story a little bit more, but none of them have agreed to because I never reached out to them. But basically, I like to give you some of the story behind some of the women that you jerk off to. All right. I want you to know what are they, what do they do? Who are these people? Because they're people, okay? I'm just trying to I'm trying to humanize the people that we take for granted, okay? Because I think, as someone who watches porn, I think we take them for granted sometimes. And I don't think we should. I think we should really, you know, really appreciate them. Because they do do the hard work that we wish we were doing. But, uh, yeah, man. It's, it's great. It, it's been fun down here. Genevieve has been killing it, too. Everybody's been killing it. Everybody's been having fun. Everybody's nice down here in Texas. Everybody, people are just nice. People in Michigan are miserable. Okay, something about people in Michigan. We're just the most miserable fucking people. And people in Texas find that misery hilarious. I don't know why. They just find it funny to laugh at, you know, the shit that we've been through. They're just like, here, that's funny right there. That's a funny one. Do that one again. That's a great thing about Texas audiences. Sometimes you feel like you could tell them the same joke twice and they'd be like, ah, it's funnier the second time. Just good old, good old Americans down here, you know? You know they, they don't want too much from you, you know? They're just happy that you're here. Happy that uh, they get to meet you. Shake your hand. All right. You know, it's a good time, man. Good time down here in Texas. I enjoy this place. This is, uh, you know, I think when I was a kid, I didn't really appreciate Texas as much as I probably should have. You know, I got to come down and my grandparents lived down here. I have family down here. And uh, Texas is just a great state. It's just a really cool state. And, uh, you know, we had Thanksgiving yesterday down here in the Airbnb, and it was fun. Um, I just kind of, you know, it was nice to take a day off. Sometimes you're working so hard you need a day off, you know. That's a big important thing, you know. People say no off days. I say take an off day every now and then. Not all the time. Don't take a lot of off days. You take too many off days, all of a sudden you need a fucking on day. Take too many off days, you know. What are you doing? You can't take that many off days. You're going to kill yourself. That was what quarantine was. They were like, take two months off. And everyone was like, I can't take two months off. I can't do it. I need something to do. Okay. And now they're like, take another three weeks off. And they're like, I just, I just got back from vacation. You're going to send me back? I need, I need to do some work. Okay. I need some work. I need something to do. I need purpose in my life. I think a lot of people during this whole, whole quarantine thing, I think they realize they need purpose. They need a direction. They need something to do. Okay. Just sitting around waiting for a virus to go away isn't something to do. People need something to do, okay? Which is great because I have something for you. December 5th, I'm going to be back in the Red Room at Hyenas in Fort Worth. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Shameless plug, all right? Always, always with the shameless plug, baby. I did. I got another date (laughs) at Hyenas, man. I'm excited. Shout out Zach Sprung for that show. Uh, we had an interesting, interesting occasion with a, with a business owner the other day, you know, just miscommunication. Sometimes there's miscommunication between business owners and freelance artists and, you know, DJs who maybe just did a little bit too much meth. You never know how much meth a DJ did. If you're a white guy who's a DJ and you have dreadlocks, I, I, you might've done too much meth. I don't know. I hope he didn't. He seemed like a nice guy. Just a little bit of miscommunication going on. That led to us getting cussed out by a, a small business owner. And uh, I'm a supporter of small business, as you know. Big fan of small business. And that's why I let the guy cuss me out. I'm like, hey, you're in my, I'm in your business, okay? I'm literally in your business. And you didn't know I was coming, okay? I thought I was supposed to be there. I thought it was all cleared. And then I'm up on stage. And all of a sudden, the small business owner, whose venue I'm performing at, 
was not happy that I was performing there because no one told him I was performing there. Okay. I just set it up. I, it had been set up with some other comics and the DJ and uh, nobody cleared it with the owner. He didn't know that there was going to be vulgarity on stage. And basically my set got cut off one minute into it, but it happens. All right. And then he cussed me and a couple other people out. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to vent to your girlfriend and your and your friend in the car and piss everyone off because, you know, you didn't want to cuss the guy out because you don't know how, how he plays his cards in Texas. Okay? I don't know what the law is in Texas. You might be able to shoot someone in your small business in Texas. I don't know that, but I wasn't about to find that out. I was going to be like, you know what, sir? You're right. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Nice knowing you. Peace. And apparently the guy did talk to uh, my friend who booked me on the show and they cleared it up. Just a misunderstanding. That's what I'm saying. It's a misunderstanding. It happens. All right? You can't get bent out of shape. You get bent out of shape, you're going to hurt your back. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. You didn't get bent out of shape at all? I did. I vented. I vented. I let it out. I tried to let it out. I vented. And then, you know, once you let the bad out and you put some good in, if you know what I'm talking about, a little bit of that good, good in, then you start to calm down. You feel better about yourself. And it's just, you feel better. It's good. But like I said, there's no weed in Texas. It's impossible to find it. <laughs> it is. And it's just been a good time down here, man. It's just been a good time, you know. You, you, you celebrate Thanksgiving and, you know, you, you make some good food and you eat some good food and, you know, you drink some non-alcoholic beers and yeah, you fuck yourself up with an edible and you're like, I'm having a good time. I'm having a real good time, baby. And uh, I just, I, I hope more people will come down here, man. We, I know we're trying to get our friend Lewis to come down here. I'd love to have Lewis down here. Lewis is a good friend of mine as well. He also loves porn and capitalism. I know he loves porn. I don't know about the capitalism part, but he loves to eat it. He loves to eat. So if you love to eat, you got to love capitalism, baby. That's how we made everyone fat. How'd we get poor fat people? Capitalism, baby. Obese and poor. That's the show I want to make. It's called Obese and Poor. An ode to capitalism. I think it's beautiful. I think that would be a beautiful movie. I want to make that as an independent film. Fat and Poor. An Ode to Capitalism. I think it'd be beautiful. You'd just see, you'd just see fat people waiting in line. Waiting in line. You know, you see a lot of people on Twitter right now posting like, oh, look at these food lines. Look at these food lines during capitalism. It's like, yeah, there's lines at McDonald's too. People are going to eat. We got the food in America. We have the food. Nobody's starving to death in America. I mean, definitely some people are, but not like in <laughs> not like in other countries, man. Not like in other countries. We got we got a little bit of food left, okay? We got a little bit of food left. I gotta say, this is the nicest Airbnb I think I ever stayed in. The only one that I might have been a little bit nicer was the one I stayed in in Amsterdam, actually. It was a very nice Airbnb. I did mushrooms at that Airbnb. That was a crazy-ass time. I talked to a wall. I talked to a couple different paintings. I talked to a painting on a wall, and I talked to a, a hanging painting. Actually, this city right here, dude. Right there, Amsterdam, baby. Our uh, Airbnb down in Dallas has a picture of Amsterdam in it. Very, very cool. And, uh, yeah, I was in Amsterdam, and I was on mushrooms, and I was sitting outside, and I, you know, I, at that point, my beard was pretty long, but it wasn't as long as it is now, but I remember I had posted a picture of myself on Twitter, and one of my friends from college was like, dude, you gotta shave the beard, and I was like, fuck you, I'm gonna shave the beard, and then I took mushrooms, and I was, uh, I was tripping out, and I was looking at this mural that was on the wall on the, uh, 
on the patio of the Airbnb that I was staying in in Amsterdam. And I was looking at it. And I was thinking about that. I was thinking about my beard. And I was thinking about, you know, my friend who said shave it. And then I looked at the uh, the painting of this old dude in a, in a bowler hat. And uh, he looked at me and he said, ah, live your life, kid. That's what he said. He said, live your life. He was basically like, don't shave it. And then... A few years after that, I was in San Diego behind the Madhouse Comedy Club. And this old man that I met, who ended up selling me acid a couple, about a year later, I met him, and he had a big beard like mine. He was old, though, and he had a white beard. Kind of looked like Santa, more like Santa than me because he had a white beard. And I remember seeing him, and we were talking shop because, you know, beard game. We were talking shop and stuff, and we were smoking a bunch of weed, and he was giving me dabs, and it was a good time. This is my first time in San Diego. I came back a month later, and I went to the same comedy club, Madhouse Comedy Club, went to the back of it, and I saw him, and he had shaved his beard off. And I was like, dude, why did you shave your beard off, man? And he told me it was the biggest mistake of his life. Ah. So here I had this old man looking at me saying, kid, don't shave your beard. And I was like, what the fuck, man? And this was a guy who, you know, I respected a lot. I didn't know him that well, but I got to know him a little bit better. And this guy I really respect. Great guy. I don't want to say his name because I don't want to throw him under the bus, but he's a great man. And, you know, I appreciate him telling me, don't shave your beard, man, because I haven't at all. I haven't. I did get a trimmer down here. I got a Norelco. I think that's what it is. And uh, I got it at Walmart in Ardmore, Oklahoma. Real good deal. Got it for $17. Love it. It's great. Trimmed up my mustache a little bit before the hyenas shows because I did want to film that, like I said. Still trying to come out with a 20-minute-ish special somewhere around there. I think we got some good film. I still got to cut it all together. I do got to do all that work, and I will do that work. You know why? Because I'm worth it. That's why. You're always worth it to yourself, okay? You got to remember that, people. Look out for number one. You got to make sure that if you're not taking care of what's going on, because in your life, in your own life, you got to be the master of your own life, okay? You can't let other people tell you what to do. You got to work with other people. Other people are important, but you got to always be looking at, okay, what am I getting out of this? How's it going for me? What am I doing, okay? What am I doing? Am I making progress? Am I further ahead than I was? How am I feeling about myself? Because that's important, too. Now, there's some fucking flies in here, and that's pissing me off. But I'm not going to let it ruin the podcast. Fuck out of here, all right? I'm not Walter White. I wouldn't do that. It's a little Breaking Bad reference. You know, a lot of people, uh, I've realized, haven't seen Breaking Bad. And that's unfortunate, because it's a great show. I think more people should see it. I was actually just watching Django. Um, I didn't finish it, because I had to record this. And then we're going to go hang out with some other comedians. I'm gonna. They're going to go day drink, and I'm going to watch them day drink. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. See, that's him. He's already excited. I miss being an alcoholic, dude. It was so much fun. So much fun just getting trashed, you know, just saying fuck it to a whole day. You know what I'm saying? Just taking a day out of the week and saying fuck it. Whatever's going to happen today is going to happen. We're going to go roll the dice, all right? I'm going to lose a lot of money, and it's going to turn out bad for me, but I'm going to do it because I'm 23. Why not? Now, I understand that song, Wrecking Ball, so much more because it's like, yeah, dude, you just, you just, when you get hammered like that, you're basically on a wrecking ball in your apartment. I've been a wrecking ball in my own apartment. I've been a wrecking ball in my own life at a lot of times, you know, you just go through life being an alcoholic. You're like, God, 
I, I, I'm just destroying things physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Everything is getting destroyed because I can't stop drinking. It's not a good place to be. You can feel free. I don't care if you laugh at it. It's just my story, okay? I just want you to know my story as an alcoholic because it's a long one. I figured out the other day, I think I drank for about nine years. I was like Barry Sanders. Nine years is all I needed to put up some of the greatest numbers of all time. I drank like a champion, all right? I did. And I know Barry Sanders wasn't a champion. He was a Heisman Trophy winner and he's one of the greatest running backs of all time. But I drank like a fucking champion, all right? Now, why did I have to quit? Because I, re- I couldn't hang- handle it, really. I, I, I could handle it, but in the sense of like, I can keep drinking. I can totally. It's not like three drinks and I was gone. It's like 13 drinks and it's like, well, yeah, anybody would be gone at this point. You had 13 beers. What's wrong with you? Seriously. And there's only so many mornings you can take where you're looking at yourself and you're saying, what is, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Seriously, man, come on, get it together. And eventually you have to get it together and you gotta, you gotta know when to fold them. We listened to Kenny Rogers earlier. You have to know when to fold them. You just have to know when to fold them. No, when to hold them. I think I said it the wrong way. Know when to hold them, know when to fold them. Speaking of that, uh, we were listening to some Elton John yesterday, and we came out with a very funny video of, uh, it was basically the Lion King song, not Ah, and Ya, but it was uh, the Circle of Life. No, what was this song? The Elton John song we had playing. Circle of Life. No, it wasn't Circle of Life. It was Can You Feel the Love Tonight. Yeah. It was Can You Feel the Love Tonight, and we had the Lions game on mute. While we were listening to Elton John, because we didn't want to listen to the Lions game, because fuck whoever the announcer, Jim Nance, Joe Buck, I don't care who it is, I don't want to listen to you, okay? So we put it on mute, and we were listening to music, and it, we were listening to Elton John, because he's great, Listen to some Elton John on Spotify, shout out Spotify, I'd like a deal, uh, thank you Spotify, I could feel the money you just sent me in the future, <laughs> we were watching the Lions, listening to Spotify, Elton John, can you feel the love tonight? And it just happened to be playing during the Lions game national anthem. So we're like, dude, we got to film this. This is kind of hilarious. So we filmed it real quick. We threw it up on Twitter. Got like 23,000 views. So we thought it was funny. And I guess a couple other people did too. So that was a good time. It was a good time watching it. uh, (laughs) Watching it get more views than the Lions game because they were trash. The funniest thing... uh, Jenny asked her dad today, she was like, did you watch the Lions game yesterday? He just started laughing. He just started laughing. He was like, I'm not going to watch the Lions. Who watches the Lions? The Lions are trash. I watched them. I actually got a, well, I wouldn't have paid to watch the Lions, but I did get a free month of CBS All Access. So I was like, I'll take a free month. Free month is a good deal. Netflix used to give you a free month. Now they do free weeks. They realize the whole month. People are going to remember to cancel it. A week, you might forget. That's what they realized. They were like, let's get money from you sooner. If you're going to forget, you're going to forget in a week, right? If you're going to cancel, you're going to cancel it. You're going to remember. If you forget, let's get the money from you right now. So I think that's why they dropped it. That's just good business, honestly, dude. They're like, dude, we're losing way too much money on these free month memberships. We need to make this a week. But CBS apparently wasn't getting enough people, so they were like, meh. We give them a free month. It was their Black Friday special, and I'm not a Black Friday shopper, and that's why I'm going to cancel it before the subscription is done. 
because I'm not giving them money. I don't spend money on Black Friday. I, even though I already did, I spent 12 bucks today at a 7-Eleven. That was my Black Friday shopping. I walked to a 7-Eleven down the street and I got uh, Band-Aids and a 24-pack of 7-Eleven brand water and some Tupperware because the Airbnb did not have Tupperware. They also only had two forks. This is now my Airbnb review. Still a five-star review, uh, but they only had two forks, 10 knives. I don't know what they thought we were going to do here where we only needed two forks and 10 knives, but we weren't doing that. We were trying to eat. Um, but everything else they pretty much had, dude. We thought there was an emergency today. We thought that we were out of toilet paper and the supply closet was locked in the Airbnb. They didn't give you access to that. But then we found some more toilet paper. It was under the sink. More toilet paper under the sink. It's always nice when you find more toilet paper and you're like, Phew. I thought it was going to be a rough couple of hours before we got some toilet paper, but we found some. It's good. It's good. It worked out all right, man. Made a nice little breakfast. It was a good day. Good day after Thanksgiving. Good Black Friday. I walked to 7-Eleven. I walked back with the water, with 24-pack of water on my shoulder. That was my workout. I hurt my back, I'm pretty sure. My back feels fucked up. I have not been working out. I was losing weight for a little bit down here because we just kept forgetting to eat. And then uh, then we kept remembering, and now I'm fat again. So I got I to gotta start forgetting to eat again. That's the only way I lose weight is when I just forget. You wake up at 3 you don't have any food. You know, that was the nice thing about the hotel, right? Like, we wouldn't eat for, like, 12 hours on end because we just couldn't. But now in the Airbnb, we're like, oh, we can cook all this food. We've been eating a lot healthier, though. I ate a lot of broccoli yesterday. The sweet potatoes were good. Justin, good job on that, too. He made some real dope sweet potato stuff. Um, we took sweet potatoes. You cooked them down. We cut them up with steak knives. Again, they only had steak knives. Weird, weird cutlery. Weird uh, silverware here in this Airbnb. Still, five-star review. Very clean, really cool bathroom. Everything you need. They had a hot plate. <laughs> a real good hot plate. Um, but yeah, man, so we cut up these sweet potatoes with the steak knife. And then uh, Justin cooked them down, mashed them up, put a little peanut butter on top of that, a little peanut butter drizzle on top of the sweet potato mash. And then sliced up bananas. So good. Oh, sorry. And then we crushed up golden grams and topped it with golden grams. We were pretty high. We were pretty high when we thought of that. But they, it worked out real nice. Real good Thanksgiving dinner. A little bit of steak. There was some shrimp, too. I'm not a big shrimp fan. Was the shrimp good? Did you like the shrimp, Justin? Yeah. You like the shrimp? That's what's up. I had two pieces of it. Like I said, I'm just not a fan of shrimp. Just not. I kept trying to convince myself it was chicken when it was in my mouth. I was like... Just say it tastes like chicken. And I'm like, it does, but it doesn't. It tastes like if chicken were fish. And I was like, I don't. I just don't like the idea of things that are floating around the ocean and eating them. I don't know why. I'm fucking weird like that. I'll eat a fish filet, though. But if I'm at McDonald's, I'm already going to get the chicken sandwich. So it's like, I mean, if they only had a fish filet, I would get it. But I've never been to a McDonald's. And they're like, we only have fish filet right now. You'd be like, what the fuck, McDonald's? Why do you only have the weirdest item? Y'all don't have any burger? No, we're out of burger, but we do have fish filet. Y'all don't have chicken? Nope, out of chicken, nuggets, and patties. We only have the fish filet. I'd be like, give me a salad. Just because, fuck you. That's because no one's buying the fish filet. 
I know. That's why it would be weird as fuck if you went there and that's all they had. They're like, we only have, actually, we only have ice cream and McFlurry. Or <laughs> we have ice cream, McFlurries, and uh, fish fillets. What kind of opposite universe would that be? That would be like a Rick and Morty adventure, dude. They go to a universe. What's this universe? Oh, that's just the one where everything's the same except McDonald's only has the fish fillet and ice cream. Everything else is always not working. That would be a cool universe, bro. That would be a cool one if you were into that shit. Are you making Are you making a skyline one of Dallas? Is that Dallas? Yeah. Or just a random city? You're going off your brain? Okay. You got that diagonal building? You should have looked at a picture of it. It still kind of looks like I remember it being there. Yeah. Fuck it. Someone will buy it. Justin's a pretty good artist, you know? That's the thing. I think a lot of people underestimate your skills because you are a little wacky. Yeah. He's a little... Justin gets a little carried away sometimes. I don't want to call him a spaz because we've met some bigger spazzes down here in Texas, but... You're on the spaz spectrum for sure, dude. Spaz spectrum? For sure. For sure, dude. For sure. There were some white girls the other night we were making fun of. That was so much fun. After after I got cussed out by the owner of that one venue, we went to a different venue and uh, did some comedy for some... It was the night before Thanksgiving and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a spouse. And uh, they were all at the bar, actually. And there were all these TCU girls, TCU white girls... And uh, a couple friends, you know, we just started, I just, I, we were roasting them. I was just roasting the shit out of them, man. And they loved it. They loved it. <sighs> there was a baby in the bar. Always fun when there's a baby in the bar. Her dad did stand-up, though, so it was cool. Uh, it, was just a, it was a good time. Man. It's so weird when you switch those energies. It's like you go from one show where you're getting cut off a minute into your set and getting cussed out by a, as a short little dude who ended up apparently apologizing, but I was already gone, but... He just cussed me out real hard and then going from there and going to a different room and everybody loves you. And you're just like, oh my God. The thing is, I was having a good set at that place too before the guy cut it off. Again, just miscommunication, man. Just miscommunication. It's important to communicate, you know? It's real important to communicate because when you don't, you get cussed out by the venue owner and you can't say shit. You just got to stand there and be like, you're right. You know what? You're right, sir. That's what I try to do. I try to be like, no, no, you're, you're right. You are right, sir. You're actually right. But he just was like, he he wouldn't take it. He wouldn't. He wouldn't just be like, I know. He just be. He just kept cussing us out. But it's like, all right, you have the freedom to do that, baby. It's your business. It's your business. Now we know. I think if we would have done a clean show, it might have been different. If we'd have been doing clean comedy, it might have been different. Uh, but nobody told us it was clean. That was the thing. If they'd have told us ahead of time, we might have done it, man. I hope we can still do a comedy show there because it was it was a fun venue. It'd be cool to do, you know, if he wants a clean show, we can do a clean show. If you're watching, if the owner is watching, again, I'm not going to put anything out there, but if the owner, if you, you know who you are. If you're watching this, you know, obviously misunderstanding, but hey, we'll do a clean show if you want. We'll do a clean show. We'll do, we'll only do, uh, we'll only do knock-knock jokes. You think we could do, uh, each do seven minutes of knock-knock jokes, Justin? You think, if we, if we wrote, if we wrote new jokes, I think we could. Hey, Justin, knock-knock. It's the Airbnb owner. Airbnb owner who? Airbnb owner telling you to keep it down. Damn it. Nothing. Swing and a miss. Yeah. Swing and a miss on that one. Yeah, hey, make sure you come December 5th to Hyenas. I'm going to be... <laughs> I'm going to be back in the Red Room with jokes just as good as that. 
You can come see this fire, dude, at Hyenas Fort Worth, December 5th, baby, in the Red Room. <laughs> it is. I love hyenas, dude. We uh, we went over and saw um, our boy Diego Morales had a uh, industry night at uh, Hyenas Dallas on Tuesday. We went over and checked that out. Got to meet some comics. Very fun night. Very fun night. There was a tornado warning. That was what was crazy, dude. I didn't realize they had tornadoes like that down here in Texas, dude. All of a sudden we hear, woo, you got a thing on your phone, and then we hear the alarm, and we're like, okay, so the alarm is slower than the iPhone. How is that happening? How am I getting an iPhone notification for a tornado before the actual tornado alarm's going off? Is Apple controlling the weather? I think Apple might be controlling the weather, dude. Ooh, 5G, man. I, I still have 4G. I'm still, I got 4G's on the Jeep. I got 4G's on the Jeep. How does that song go? You don't know which song I'm talking about? Damn it. Is that Texas one done? Let me check it out. Can we plug it real quick? Let's see where Texas is at. Justin's been hand-drawing the state of Texas. It's been amazing. You should draw a Michigan one, dude. Maybe there's a Michigander down here who wants one. You know? I met a guy. There was a German guy. He wasn't. He didn't speak German. I don't know if he spoke German. We didn't really talk, but he was born in Germany, apparently, at one of my shows. So we got this Texas one. Check this thing out. Look at that. Look at that, dude. He's laughing at it. I haven't even looked at it, really. Oh, wow. That looks like if Texas was on acid, dude. That's what that looks like. <laughs> Texas on acid. Look at that shit, dude. If you want that, how much are you selling this one for? Fifty dollars, man. Hey, man. Twenty. I don't know. What are you trying to sell it for? It's up to you, bro. That's the beauty of capitalism. You can set any price you want. True. Don't you love it? Don't you love it? Capitalism. You make, we buy. It's the American way, baby. That's the Texas way, right there. Just draw the state, and people buy that shit. I need. To, we need to go back to a Bucky's. I want to get some Bucky's gear. Our homie Zach wears a lot of Bucky's gear. I want some. I want to get like a Bucky sweatsuit. You know what I'm saying? Like an Adidas Bucky's jacket. That's what I need, man. If you don't know what Bucky's is, it's 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 way more than a gas station. But it's basically a gas station with a Walmart attached to it, dude. Like they have just the convenience store at these gas. They have like 800 pumps. The fucking store is the size of a grocery store. And it's just filled with Bucky's apparel and brisket and fucking jerky. And they got a sweet shop. They got a whole 7-Eleven basically in there plus a fucking Texas Roadhouse. And they got the, the store that you get at a Cracker Barrel. They got that shit too. They're like, oh, you want a you wanna Bucky's bikini? You want a bikini with a fucking squirrel on it? And you're like, dude, yeah. And they have everything you could want with a squirrel on it. So if you like squirrels, dude, or whatever the fuck the Bucky's logo is. I'm pretty sure it's a squirrel though. Beaver. It's a beaver? Bucky the beaver? It's a beaver, dude. Okay. Let's look up Bucky's real quick. I want to I want a profile. For all y'all who don't know about Bucky's, dude. I just got porn on my phone. What's up, dude? Uh, Bucky's. All right. So, Bucky's. Also, there's a lot of birds by our Airbnb. Both neighbors, I'm pretty sure, have chickens. And one of the roosters, every fucking morning, dude. Actually, all day. He just does cock-a-doodle-doo all day long. I don't know if he knows what time is. I don't know if they do that every hour, but this fucking guy, every hour, dude, cock-a-doodle-doo. Okay, so Bucky's, here we go. 
is a chain of convenience stores and gas stations with 39 locations in Texas, Alabama, and Georgia. Additional locations are currently under development in Tennessee, North Carolina, Florida, and South Carolina. So basically the South. It is a beaver. You're right. The company is owned by Arch Beaver Alpin. Um, Alpin Ill and Don Waysack and is headquartered in Lake Jackson, Texas. Dude, they're fucking nuts, bro. These guys are nuts. Opened their first store as partners, which is still open as of 2020. Dude, they combined the name, wait, wait, wait. Alp informed the name Bucky's by combining his childhood nickname, uh, the name of his Labrador Retriever Buck, as well as uh, the appeal of Ipana Toothpaste animated mascot Bucky the Beaver. Yep. Dude, this fucking place is crazy, man. Their biggest one is in New Brunsfield, Texas, off the I-35 freeway, dude. Is that the one we stopped in, bro? No, 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 we didn't stop at that one. Where the fuck is New Brunsfield? Oh, it's near San Antonio. Okay, that's where the biggest one is. Dude, just big old fucking things. Just huge-ass gas stations, man. They're fucking cool, though. It's one of those cult things, you know, kind of like In-N-Out is in L.A., or probably Coney Island in Michigan, you know? It's just one of those things that they people love. People love their local shit, you know? You know what I saw? Yo, Justin, you know what I saw? You're going to like this because you like coffee. There's a new coffee place coming to America. Did you hear about it? Mm-hmm. It's called Chibo. Chibo? Chibo. It's like European Starbucks. They're, they're all over Europe. Yeah, yeah. Chibo. European? No, Starbucks is American, dude. They're from Seattle. Did you ever watch Fraser? Dude, how do you not watch Frasier? You know, I started watching it after I watched Cheers. <laughs> oh, it was. Oh, you're right. It was a Cheers spinoff, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. A, you're right. Frasier got a spinoff from it. Frasier went to a... It was almost like the show was like, hey, people like people who aren't stupid. Smart people want to watch TV too. So they're like, we'll make a whole show based around this nerd. Kind of funny though. Uh, I remember, speaking of Airbnbs, I started watching Frasier when me and Jenny got an Airbnb in Grand Rapids a couple of years ago. When I was doing a show, I did a guest spot out at, uh, what is the club out there? Dr. Grins. Got to do a Friday night guest, uh, guest set for uh, Andy Hendrickson, L.A. comic, by way of New York. New York, New York. And uh, that was out there. And we got a cool Airbnb. The guy was like pro-weed. He Like you could smoke weed in his Airbnb. He accused us of stealing a picture, though. And then he was like, oh, sorry, I found it. And I was like, well, dude, you sent me a lot of things about like, why it's not there blah 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 i'm like dude we didn't touch any of your shit and then he was like oh sorry one of my friends was pulling a prank on me i was like oh really that's some bullshit bro he literally accused us of stealing something on no evidence other than it wasn't there he thought it was and i was like dude we didn't touch any of your shit long story short he let you smoke there so it was cool um and uh, (laughs) yeah we started watching fraser when we were there that's a weird airbnb this dude had like a whole dvd collection there and he had a bunch of, he had all the Simpsons seasons on DVD and he had a bunch of like Simpsons paraphernalia. That's where I watched the dirt the first time actually at that Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. It, it had just come out. They were doing like an interview about it on the radio out in Grand Rapids. And, uh, yeah, I watched it. It was cool, man. It was cool. Um, speaking of dude, watching Machine Gun Kelly make that girl squirt at the beginning of the movie. That's fucking hilarious, dude. That was hilarious, bro. Um, but yeah, man. That's this week's episode of Mark's Own Lost Porn and Capitalism. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm a little bit stoned. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fucking ripped right now. But uh, 
Still a good time. Hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. Fuck the lines. And uh, I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.